I had to get the idea out of my head that there's some sort of like blueprint of how you're supposed to do things. And like, everyone has their own path. So and people get started at different ages, people like, mom, like, just switch careers, like way later in life. So it's just like, there's no way, later. Wait, way later, to, wait, <laughs> way later in life. Wait, when you say that, what do you like, like way later in life? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Real Talk with Star Scorpio, season eight opener. Oh my gosh, I am so excited because I have two special guests with me today. Daughter Scorpio and my wife, Mrs. Scorpio, as you know from the videos, if anybody follows me on Instagram. Today is a special episode because we're going to talk about all things school and career because my daughter um, was in school. She's going to talk about it. She was on my podcast in season, season two, I believe. Um, when she was in university and she had a career path change. So she's going to talk about some exciting news that happened there. And then my wife actually decided to go back to school and uh, change her career and what she was doing. So Carissa, Tasha, Tasha, welcome to Real Talk with Star Scorpio. How are you doing today? Hello. Good. Good. Hi. <laughs> Good. I know we got to go to Rib Fest, so we're going to just do it up right now. So first thing I want to talk about... Um, it's two different stories, but we're going to see how they come together. But first, Carissa, let the people know, um, after high school, you went to university for what? So I started out in psychology and I was pretty set on that from like grade eight. So I kind of locked myself in a box there. And yeah, I was I started off in psych. Mm, okay. And how did you how did you like it? I know we already did this podcast, but tell the people. Because the first, second year, first year is you're new to it and everything. And your second and third year, tell me that experience. And did you know by third year that you wanted to change careers or let the people also know why you decided to get into this new venture? Yeah. So psychology was really interesting. I did like the stuff I was learning. There were so many cool classes that I took. Um, but around that halfway point, like towards the end of first year, like second year, I started really thinking about like, is this something I can see me doing like a future career in? Like I knew that to be a psychologist, like you needed to go like do your master's and your PhD, which I don't mind being in school, of course, but it was just something that I didn't know if like that pathway was for me and the type of learning I was going to be doing. I don't know if that would suit me. Um, so I started to have a lot of doubts and it was really stressful being like lost and not knowing what my future was going to look like. Mm -hmm. And then while these thoughts were going on, as you guys know, of course, our um, our dog, Abby, who almost made it to 12 years old, she suddenly passed away. And that was a really, really rough experience for all of us. And, you know, dealing with the emergency vet and everything she really tried everything she could do to save her and like her care and compassion and everything and her her drive to do what she did to try and save her just really stuck with me and so I was thinking a lot about it and I'm like hmm, like this is something I never thought about because I sort of didn't think about anything else except for psychology I kind of got locked in on that mm -hmm. and so I never 
believed in myself and thought I could be like any type of doctor or anything like that. And so I remember having a chat with mom and I told her all my feelings at like probably like, I don't know, late at night, like sometime in the AMs. And, uh, and shortly after we decided to take a tour of OBC, the Ontario Veterinarian College, and everything just felt right. And then I did all my research. And now I'm here. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got into vet school. That's the big news. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to bring Tasha on in on this conversation because I'm always last to know. I don't know why, but I'm always last to know. But uh, you talked to mom about this first because, you know, in my older age, I'm not so like, oh, this you got to do this in life. You know what I mean? So when I finally heard that you wanted to switch i was i was fine with that i just wanted to know why and what you're doing but you know you don't want to stop someone from doing what they're doing but tasha when you heard that she wanted to switch what was your first um reaction and and what'd you say to her well first i listened to you know how she was feeling and also um what her fears were to actually change and you know some of the things that she said to me it like one that really sticks with me is that you know, her thinking that she had to have certain things established in her life by a certain age. She's like, well, by by the time I'm 30, I mean, I have to have a career and I have to be married and maybe have children. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> no, you actually don't. I mean, this is your journey and your path. And, um, you know, putting the fears aside when it comes to even, you know, doing the sciences, because I remember her telling me that, you know, math or sciences in her strong suit. So she was always afraid to, you know, in university take those courses because she didn't know how well she would do in it. And definitely for vet school, you actually need those courses. So she said, well, I haven't really even tried. So how can I say that I can't do it? And I said, of course. So this conversation and other experience that she's had, and I'm sure conversations she's had with her friends and, and things like that have kind of opened her up more to, to say, yes, I can actually do this. And also Carissa often talks to herself. She has a lot of conversations with herself and uh, when she's having doubts or when she's feeling insecure about things and, and she's really gotten, you know, we're still learning. She's still young, but she's really gotten to know who she is. And I think that's helped her a lot with her journey and sort of like putting her on that successful path where like, it's actually really hard to do what she's done, like to get into vet school. It's a huge accomplishment in Ontario, especially because, you know, there's not a whole lot of options for vet school in our province. I mean, there's only one, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and they only accept a hundred and something odd students a year. So for her, she really had to focus if this is what she really wanted. And, And she's done that. So, you know, super proud, but yes, it's, it's, um, it's nice for me to have, and us to have been part of that a little bit and, and to be able to be there to encourage her because, you know, mm-hmm. but mostly she's done it herself. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks for sharing that. It's a long road, as we know, because it's so funny. If someone sees that you're in a subject or whatever, like you're in psychology and say it's from a post, right? Something I put up. So, oh, you're in psychology, you got your degree. And the next year or two, I'm saying, oh, she got accepted to vet school, but they don't see all the things that you have to go through, the pain, the tears, the joy. But yeah, thanks for sharing that. 
but now Tasha, so this is something that I learned from you. So it, this is a good time for you to share too. I want to go back to high school with you. What was your high school experience like? And did you know what you wanted to do as a career when you got older? Well, my journey growing up was a bit different than yours and Carissa's. So I actually, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, it was it was more about survival for me. So I didn't have I didn't have a lot of direction from my parents or um, you know, necessarily a lot of support in a lot of ways. So I didn't focus on career or, you know, what I was going to do for my future. So I was quite lost. And also I wasn't confident in myself. I, I just didn't think that I was very smart. Um, so I knew though that I was a hard worker. So I had always had a job, like I had a job since I was 15 years old. And, you know, I left home rather early in my teenage years, like by 16, I was out of my house. And then I actually went back home, but completely on my own. When I was 18, I had my own place. And I was, you know, I did have a lot of help from family and friends. I had a lot of support, which was great. And I was working uh, multiple jobs. Um, and then shortly after that, in my 20s, I met you and then we had Carissa. So, you know, I've always worked really hard. But as far as focusing on a career and what I actually wanted to do, I wasn't sure for a long time. And then when Carissa was really little, I discovered cakes and I, I decided, you know, I did a couple of cakes and of course they weren't, you know, the greatest, but I loved the way I felt when I was doing them. And I loved people's reaction when they're like, oh, you baked this, oh, you made this. And, you know, you feel a sense of pride. And then I realized, oh, I do have some creativity here and some talent uh, when it comes to that. So I've taken some courses and things like it was always a side gig, the cakes, I never, you know, immersed into it, like fully, like as a full time job, but I definitely, uh, you know, did it for over 20 years, and also worked in the restaurant business for a really, really long time. Um, and then when COVID hit, I mean, I always had it in the back of my mind that I was going to that I wanted to do something else. Um, but I wasn't sure exactly what that was. Um, so COVID is what really helped to snowball that into, okay, maybe this is the right time to figure it out. Yeah, perfect. And that's perfect time to lead into what I want to get into now. Um, the journey for both of you is crazy. We all were at home in COVID. So I started working from home. Carissa, you had a hard time when COVID started. So now I want to talk about... Um, you finishing psychology. So now you're in Guelph University because you have to take all those different courses and mm -hmm. you had to do it from home. So you're going to tell me that experience. And then Tasha, you actually, we had a conversation and you were saying what year or semester or when should you start? And I said the best time for you to start, I believe was in, um, was it the January? January. January, right? Um, but yeah, so let's get into that now. So now both of you are on this new trajectory. Carissa, you try to get into vet school. And Tasha, you're going back to school. So how did that feel for you, Carissa, first? Yeah, so when, when I heard the news that everything was moved online, I was absolutely 
devastated about that. Uh, I know it works for some people and it is convenient in some ways to have everything online and it makes things a little bit easier in some ways. But overall, I just feel like the quality of learning is not the same when you're just sitting at home, like teaching yourself things or just watching through a screen. I like that like face to face like interaction. And I think what makes it hard to is like separating your home life and school, like whenever you're just sitting in the same house or the same room all day long studying. So there are just, there's some long days, uh, especially first year is not the greatest just because they make you take all the general courses like chemistry, physics, which will be the death of me. I'm so glad I never <laughs> have to take that again. Um, and like uh, biology, of course, is the, the, the one science I really do like and math and all that. So it was really challenging to like stay motivated and get through that. But I always kept in the back of my head that okay, these are just stepping stones that you need to take to get to your to your goal. So that just always kept me going. It helps when you have something to push for and uh, just remember like why you're doing it. But yeah, it, it was it was rough. But then um, second year was still mostly online. And then third, my last year, third year that just finished was pr- like all in person. So uh, it was just like slowly leading to things going back to normal. Uh, and third year was probably like my favorite year because it was all in person. So yeah, but it, it was rough, but everything was worth it. Of course, so it was fine. Yeah, you gradually move from online learning to full in-person learning. That was crazy. Yeah, so in Guelph and you got your place there. Um, and now Tasha, how was it for you? Because you weren't in school for a while, right? So how was that experience for you? And let the people know, this was your first time in college too, right? Yes. So I had never been to college before. And so for me, the experience was a bit different with online because I didn't know any different. I hadn't been to college in person. So for me, online was just the norm because that's what we did. I did. So my course was um, four semesters and it was two years So for three of them, I was completely online. And the very last one, I was mostly online, but some in person. So at least I got to experience a little bit of the college life. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of my favorite memories in the first year was that our room, so I have the green room was where I did all my studying and Carissa's room is just right across. So we were up a lot in the middle of the night together. (laughs) (laughs) So what was I doing? What What was I doing? Sleeping? Uh, yes. Okay, yes. go ahead. We, go are ahead. <laughs> we are the night owls. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes we like would do stretches together or something at like three o'clock in the morning. So it was kind of nice like to be with my daughter, like, you know, while we're both studying. It's just, it was a nice experience. So it was a little different when she actually went back to school and I was alone and I missed my little partner. <laughs> <laughs> Although I had Ginger too at the time, which was nice that she would sit on the floor with me. That's a good memory as well. Yeah, our dog, yes. Yeah, that we, we've we lost now. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, those are good memories with that. But online learning is definitely uh, still challenging. Um, you know, it, it can be exhausting because my program was... Some of it you could, so there's different learnings, right? Like you can take courses that um, you do at your own pace, like you have to have it done within a certain time. But most of mine were, because they were supposed to be in person, but with COVID, they were online. They were mandatory that you had to be there at a scheduled time and be on Zoom, on camera um, at all times. So 
so yes, definitely could be um, exhausting, but I did, I did enjoy it a lot. Like I enjoyed my program. I def, I took a long time to pick my program. I, I researched it for months and months to pick the right one for me. And then it just sort of clicked. And uh, so I was lucky. So what is it? What's the name of your course? So I, sorry, I picked, um, nutrition and food service management at Centennial College. Mm -hmm. So basically it's geared towards uh, mainly towards being a supervisor and eventually a manager in long-term care. Um, I actually work at two different places, which one is long-term and one is uh, acute care in a hospital. Um, So there was challenges with me learning certain things that I didn't learn in school, but a lot of it I was able to apply, which is good. You got lucky. You jumped ahead, but we're not really getting into the career. But anyway, (laughs) no, we're not getting into that. But you, after co-op, you did co-op at three different hospitals. My placement, yeah. placement, not co-op. Yes. At three different hospitals. Mm -hmm. And you landed two jobs before you were finished (laughs) the placement, right? Yes. Well, one was just after my placement, but but yes, yeah, yeah, I did. Get, get the one um, in long-term care just before I finished. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the three hospitals I did my placement at, like they're all part of the Scarborough Health Network. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. Okay. What I want to do now though, is um, first I want you to share your grades because both of you are hard workers. You know what I mean? <laughs> in school. So Carissa, what, what did you end up getting? What was your your final grade or whatever? Um, I don't know. Like in my actual program, it's uh not as high. It's still good. I don't know the actual number, but my vet school like applying average, uh, because they take your uh, last two full time semesters and then your eight prerequisite courses that they make you take. They combine all those like they're worth half and half. Mm-hmm. So I think my flying average was a was it 94.37 so it was like I was so so proud of myself because when I was a when I was applying of course I I or before I applied I didn't necessarily expect that much like I was like okay I need to it's so difficult to do well in every single course that you're taking, especially like a full course of it was like five courses. So I was thinking like maybe 92, maybe 93, but like I surprised myself the the first full-time semester that counted, I did extremely well. So I ended up like getting that 94.37 altogether. So I, uh, yeah, I was, I worked super, <laughs> super hard for that. Um, and I think that's uh, unfortunately for vet school and, and stuff, grades are the most important yeah. thing. So uh, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I couldn't have been happier with, with my applying average. I think yeah. that's what really boosted for getting sure. me in. So yeah. yeah. And then Tasha, you, you won an award too, but let the, cause you I, I'm firsthand witness of how you how much you studied and did all the group projects and the PowerPoint. You learned everything again. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. the Microsoft Office, everything. And you became a master of it in the presentations. What was your first of all, how proud were you of yourself? And then what was your your grade point average? And what award did you get? So I'm definitely proud of myself, but to me, for me, I'm so tough on myself more than anybody. I, I'm I just, 
it's never enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not like that with you, right? <laughs> or with you yeah. guys. I it's just for me personally. So I did do very well. I graduated with honors and I did get an award for having um just being the top student in my in my program. Just being like, the top student. <laughs> <laughs> it came with a grant. It came with a grant too, right? Or, yeah, yeah. I got a little or bit or whatever you call it. It was really yeah. nice. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um I was bummed though that Oh, in the end, because of placement, I was like 1% off of having high honors. Mm. I know it's so ridiculous and stupid. <laughs> like I would have got a job regardless. It doesn't, doesn't matter about that. But for me, like just working so hard, I was just like, oh my gosh, 1%. I had a, my, my, uh, what is what do you call it? The GPA? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my GPA was, so it's at a five and I had a four point two eight so I did have a 4.3 but when I got my placement mark I got an A if I had gotten one more mark I would have had an A plus Mm. and then I would have been a 4.3 something or other because placement was worth so much but anyway I need to eventually get over it Mm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's really not a big deal but but anyway overall I'm very proud of myself because I always had those doubts in my head like when Carissa was talking about her son like we were talking about the sciences and maths I always thought in school like I'm terrible in math like I I just I just don't have it when it comes to math and we had to take quite a few math courses because to be a nutrition and food service manager you have to look at budgets you have to look at the numbers so I had to take math in every semester and I was really nervous about that but I ended up doing really really well especially in the um the second to fourth semester, I was actually helping other students uh, understand concepts and things like that. And I never thought that about myself. So above all the grades and everything, I think the thing I'm mostly proud of is that I was able to help others yeah. um, because that's what, what I thrive on. I, I love I love that part of life. And um, there was a lot of students that were international, most of them actually in my program. And, um, you know, English is not their first language and they're very bright uh, young people. And um, and they've inspired me and taught me a lot of things. But I was able to, you know, just kind of coach them because I've lived here all my life and just kind of give them insights of, you know, how we learn here and how, you know, what the expectations are. So that I think of all my accomplishments, I'm most proud of that I was able to guide others and and be an inspiration, hopefully to them. Yeah, you're a leader. Okay. The last thing we're going to do, I, I have two questions here, three, three questions. And then we're going to do the Star Scorpio choice question. And then I'm also going to donate to a charity today as well. So you're going to come to a consensus of what balloon you want me to pop. Okay, first question, and Carissa, you go first. It's all related to school and things like that. Do you find you are your worst enemy? And answer how you want. And I'm talking about with grades, studying habits, negative talk. I feel like maybe before, but not now. Um, Because I would say before, like, like we mentioned earlier, I didn't believe in myself and I didn't give myself enough credit. And that's why, you know, uh, I'm 25 now, which is like, it's no problem to be starting med school at this age. There's like a bunch of age ranges that 
that get started. But, you know, part of me when I was first starting, I really wish that I just wish like I knew this before, because then I've done like at this point, I've done six years of undergrad. By the time I'm done vet school, that'll be 10 years of school. (laughs) So part of me, of course, wishes like I wish I I knew just like right away. Uh, But of course, everything happens for a reason. And it it turned out like it worked out for me either way. But uh, yeah, it's just, I didn't give myself credit and believe in myself before, but once I pushed that away and I did, and I gave myself a chance, that was the only reason I was able to get to where I am today and to have succeeded. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like I'm just like my biggest cheerleader. So I, <laughs> I always, you know, I always push myself and I remind myself how far I've come and all the hard work I put in. And I'm just so proud of myself to to be getting exactly what I wanted. Um, so yeah, I don't believe I stand in my own way anymore. So. Mm, nice. And now Tasha, do you feel like you're your own worst enemy when it comes to grade studying habits and negative talk? Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I think too, like Carissa, over time, you do get better mm-hmm. with that. Um Probably just like when I make mistakes or if I was to, you know, do an assignment and just completely like, you know, there was a couple of them that I just missed the mark. Like I just didn't necessarily get the concept of it. And whether it's the teacher or whatever the instructions that they give you or just not asking the right questions to complete something, I'd be really hard on myself afterwards. I'm an overthinker. I have a little keychain that's in my, where I study. And it says like, basically the queen of like overthinking Mm -hmm. and that's me. And I think that's sometimes why I'm my worst enemy because I overthink everything. And I always have to remember that even if I overthink something that um, has something to do with someone else and I think they're upset or something like that, like they've moved on with their day. Like they're, they're done with it. Like whether it's like a group group work, I worked with someone and I thought maybe I shouldn't have said this or done that. And then, but you realize that other people are not necessarily thinking about that. They're doing something else. So I have to kind of, you know, ground myself and realize that those are little things and that I just need to move on. Mm, nice. Okay. This is actually, you, you, both of you kind of answered the third question. So I'm not going to ask that. It's like, what make, made you help? what helped you make your decision? So I, we kind of understand what you, you, why you got into the line of work or school, whatever that you did. But this second question for, for Carissa, it's advice for young people in school and for Tasha changing careers when you're older in life. So Carissa, first, what advice would you give someone that wants to change their career path? Um, or what do you call it? Like your major in university or even college? I would say do it. Like don't be, <laughs> don't hold back or anything like that. Like to change for me, like we were talking about earlier, it was a big decision. Like I was, I was going back and forth with that. And I had so much doubt like in myself, but it, I just have a problem with not seeing the future clearly. And I just, I'm such a planner. So I like to know like what's going to happen and like have like some sort did. of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like just have some sort of idea or map about what, what's going to look like in the near future at least. 
So being so lost and unsure about what that looked like was was an awful feeling. Mm. Uh, But, you know, you have to just like take the chance and try like you don't want to I didn't want to regret just not switching. And like, I just felt it in my heart that I needed to. And so if you feel like, you know, something else is your calling, and you want to do that, like, go for it, like, don't be afraid. And also, uh, mom mentioned it earlier too. just I had to get the idea out of my head that there's some sort of like blueprint of how you're supposed to do things. And like everyone has their own path. So and people get started at different ages, people like mom, like just switch careers like way later in life. So it's just like there's no way. Wait, way later. Wait, way later in life. Wait, when you say that, what do you like like, way later in life? Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You had a career and everything before. So yeah. Um I lost my train of thought. Um but yeah, so yeah, there's no blueprint, there's no certain way you need to do things. Just follow your own path and and don't be afraid and just believe in yourself and and do whatever you want to do because you know your career, you're gonna be doing that for the for the rest of your life so you might as well be doing something you you hopefully love and you enjoy so yeah just go for it Mm, great great answer tash what would you what advice would you give someone that's way later in life um (laughs) advice because you know even me like you know you're at the age and you're, you're sometimes you're not doing what you love what would you tell someone who wants to switch in their 40s say um Harry. well first of all i would consider who i'm talking to because everyone's situation is different mm-hmm. where i'm very fortunate that not everybody is is that i have a lot of support like i have you who has always been very supportive of me and this journey that i had with school uh when i decided to do it and we were talking you know, you really supported me and all the things that I had to sacrifice while I was in school, you were the backup, right? You did a lot of things around the house. You you kept everything up so nothing got behind. And not everybody has that. So I think I would look at the person who I'm talking to and just base my advice on that. I mean, we never walk in other people's shoes, so we don't know. But I would say, again, like Carissa, like you have to, you know, go for it, but also like believe in yourself and and plan. I mean, when you're older, you have, you know, Carissa's still young, so she doesn't have her own mortgage and, and she does have some bills, like she has her own car and everything, but she doesn't have certain responsibilities that we have when we're older. So I can understand how an older person would have different fears about going back to school. It's not just about believing in yourself. I mean, you look at our society today and stuff, like there's a lot of things that we have to take care of. So you have to do your research too, because there's actually a lot of, um, there's a lot of grants out there. There's like, like you had told me, I wasn't going to apply to OSAP um, because I didn't know with our financial situation, if, if I'd even qualify, but you know, I happened to get the OSEP and you know how much that helped us out a lot. And, you know, it did come with grants. So like definitely do your research and 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 look into all the things that they do offer um, people starting a second career, like look at the government websites, things like that, because there's a lot of resources out there that people don't know about. Um, so, so I would definitely say that and just say like, also give yourself grace, right? Like we've heard that saying before, and it's so true to like 
like give yourself a break sometimes. My instructors, like many of them said that to me because they seen how hard I work and they said, Natasha, sometimes you just have to give yourself a break. Um, because regardless if I get an A plus or a B, like you're you're going to graduate and you know you're going to learn and no one's going to ask you what your grades are when you apply for a job, right? So we have to consider those things too. The last thing we're going to do, both of you are going to choose. Carissa, you go first. And last time when we did our interview, the Star Scorpio question, I know which one you got. Let's see. Let's see what you're going to get this time. Or should I just say you should answer the other question? Is it still the same question? Yeah. I guess. I, don't I, know. Think, I guess we can answer the other one. No, let, wait. Let me see if you what you would choose, though. Let me see. <laughs> Blue Jays or Raptors? Raptors. <laughs> no. Okay. So I'm going to ask this question. So I think you, I, I know you answered the other one. What was the most memorable moment of your life? Yeah. And it was the placement or something at the veterinarian you met, right? Yeah. So this one now. Name one challenging thing you had to overcome in life. Lots. There is lots. But uh, the thing that stands out, I guess, would be when I first decided that I had to or wanted to switch careers, I career paths. I had to accept the fact that I did not have certain high school courses. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had to, so I had to take a retake grade uh, 12 chemistry to boost my work. I had to retake grade 12 advanced functions to boost my work. And I had to take grade 11 physics. And so that was very upsetting because I was like, I, I hate all these things and I got to do all this all over again. But uh, it was this really cool, I forgot what the program name is. I think it's ILC or something. Mm -hmm. uh, they have options where, because I, my biggest fear is, oh my God, I don't want to be sitting in a class with a bunch of like 18 year olds. Like this is weird. Yeah. Uh, so thankfully they had uh, an option where they had online courses. So mm -hmm. I was able to do all of them online. But again, as I've said, I do not like online learning. So to and this was really like no lectures, anything I was just reading. Mm -hmm. And you had to do a big you had to do I think quizzes, and then you had assignments and you had to go in person to do a, a final exam. Mm -hmm. So uh, having to do all three of those courses was extremely difficult. So thankfully, they give you like a big timeline to do it. And uh, the last course that I finished, which I think was either math or physics, it happened just before COVID started. So yeah. thankfully, I was <laughs> I got to finish all the exams and I passed everything. But that was extremely hard to do all these subjects that I don't like to teach them all to myself. But again, it was like, okay, I have to do this to get to the next step of like being able to get into biology at Guelph. So yeah, but that was that was very challenging, not a fun time. So yeah, You're right. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> now, Tasha, Blue Jays or Raptors? So is this question geared towards the careers and stuff like no, that? No, this is just in life in it's general. The Star Scorpio question okay. that I ask everybody. Okay. Um, Blue Jays. What is one of the most memorable moments of your life? 
all the day I was born. <laughs> definitely. Well, probably, definitely that, that was for sure. But the, probably the, one of the most memorable is when I held you for the first time, for sure, because wow. you were a premature baby. And, um, I just like when they said there's an, when I, that I knew I had to have you and they were like, okay, there's a 95% chance that she'll survive and she'll be okay. And to me, it wasn't enough. I was scared. Wow. There's a 5% chance I wouldn't be sitting here right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty great. laughs> so uh, I was, but just like when I, when I held you and I actually, it was a really nice moment with my mom too, because my mom was there and she's the one that wiped the tears from my face so that it wouldn't drop on you. <laughs> wow. It was a really good moment that to hold this three pound baby in my arms and just be like, wow, what a miracle. That was wow. good. Shout out grandma Terry. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now the last thing we're going to do is the donation. So we got to hold on because I didn't pop the balloon. I didn't blow up the balloon. Hold on. <laughs> oh my gosh, I got so scrambled up in my head. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. You Sometimes when you're talking, you're just like, and then you're like, what you're like saying, me? yeah, well, it's like, okay, stop. <laughs> Is he going to come down? Five minutes or something? He's coming? Or... I don't know. What did you know. say to him? I said, yeah, you can come down. Oh. <laughs> the last bit to do. Because he called me. Oh, okay. I'm answering. You're so good at answering questions. So are you. Thank you. So will we get to interview you one day? <laughs> yeah, Star Scorpio needs an interview. Can you even hear us? Can you hear us? No, I can't. No. no I can't. <laughs> so Star Scorpio, when, when can we interview you? We were saying Star Scorpio needs an interview. We need to learn about the interviewer. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe season 10. <laughs> cool. When, when it's off the ground, still in the beginning stages of this thing. Okay. Now, Parissa, Tasha, you have to come to a consensus. We're going to do the Star Scorpio donation. I have three charities in these balloons, charities, causes. So we have Claws, Kawartha Lakes Animal Wellness Society. We have Make-A-Wish Foundation. And we have the Fundraiser Warriors. Which balloon do you both want me to pop? Let's see if we would pick the same one. Okay, sure. So we're either going to say it, we'll say it at the same time. Yeah, say it at the same time. Let's see what happens. <laughs> it's embarrassing okay. if it's not the same thing. Uh, if it's so, not the same one, you have to come to a consensus. Okay. Anyway. So, so wait. So left, middle, or right? Okay. Okay. One, two, two three. three. Middle. middle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Mother, daughter. Okay. Oh, so what charity do you think it's going to be? Or no, don't I have no idea. I don't know. Just yeah. clap again. Know. <laughs> you know what I think? 
should I say it before or say it after? I don't know. Say it before so we know you're not cheating. Yeah, I was. I would think it's the fundraiser warriors, but we'll see. Oh, okay. I was thinking maybe the. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, we heard it. <laughs> Season eight, episode one on the special episode with the Scorpio family. Oh my gosh. You're not going to see it. Make a wish foundation. Oh, very good. Wow, funny. they've been hitting big. So <laughs> um, I'm using the same three charities as I did last season because I like these causes. I may be, I'll maybe change in, in nine or 10, season nine or 10. All right. Tasha, Carissa, any last words before we go? Um, well, thanks for the interview. Yeah, it was a good you. little debrief there. <laughs> yeah. And I love you guys so much. Love you too. And <laughs> thank you, Peter, for all your support. We love you. Thank you. You're right. amazing. Yes. <laughs> Real Talk with Star Scorpio, season eight, episode one. And we out. Bye. <laughs>